1: And now, Hebraic Roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International.
0: Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, The Marriage Covenant Agreement and Lawsuit. This is part 10 of the series. So let's summarize this section of the teaching. Eternal Chai, or Zoe, or eternal life, is believing that Yeshua is the Messiah. And by doing so, trusting Him for your salvation, receiving His shed blood for the forgiveness of your sins by repenting of your sins, this gives you eternal high and you will live forever in heaven. And so this is a reward that we are given for believing that Yeshua is the Messiah. But... There is a higher reward in heaven once we are awarded being there. And this reward comes by not only believing Yeshua is the Messiah, but following his mishpatim or loving your neighbor as yourself. So number two, eternal chai or zoe or eternal life is following the mishpatim of Yeshua, the marriage agreement at Mount Sinai which is capsulized by loving your neighbor as yourself. Next, we're going to begin sharing with you the New Testament scriptures and what it has to say about following the Mishpatim. So far, we have learned in this teaching that there was a marriage covenant agreement made at Mount Sinai between Yeshua, the bridegroom, and his bride, the house of Jacob, that consisted of following the Ten Commandments and the details of how you followed the Ten Commandments was expressed in following the Mishpatim. So we learned what those Mishpatim were and we formed a list of what it meant to follow the Mishpatim. And then by doing this, we then saw that the prophets came and brought charges against the people of the God of Israel for violating and not following the Mishpatim. And so now what we're going to see is that in Yeshua's life and ministry and teachings, he's going to show us what it means to follow the Mishpatim. So we're going to begin going through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and see what Yeshua taught on the subject and how he showed us that we were to follow the Mishpatim. Then we're going to be going into the letters. We're going to be looking at what Paul and John and Peter explained and wrote on the subject and then we're going to see that the entire book of James is a teaching that we are to follow the Mishpatim that were given at Mount Sinai and then finally we're going to see that in the book of Revelation in Revelation chapter 22 verses 14 and 15 is the conclusion regarding us following the Mishpatim and those who do so will be rewarded by dwelling in the new Jerusalem forever with Yeshua being his bride. And so that's what we're going to be covering in this section of the teaching. Begin with, we're going to look at Matthew and beginning in chapter 5, where Yeshua taught what's called the Sermon on the Mount. And in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 6, Yeshua said, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after Zedekiah. For they shall be filled. And then in Matthew chapter six, verse thirty-three, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his Zedekah, and all these things shall be added unto you. So we have learned so far that Zedekah is a characteristic of the God of Israel himself, and his followers are to seek after Zedekah as well. And the way in which we do that is following the Mishpatim that we're given at Mount Sinai a believer in Yeshua should follow the Mishpatim or the way this is phrased in the New Testament is have good works Yeshua taught in Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 you are the light of the world a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works that is following the Mishpatim and glorify your father which is is in heaven the heart of following the Mishpatim is to love our neighbor as ourself or the way in which we treat others Leviticus chapter 19 verse 18 the end of the verse says you shall love your neighbor as yourself I am the Lord so Yeshua taught in Matthew chapter 7 verse 12 therefore all things whatsoever you would that men should do to you do you even so to them for this is the heart or the summary of what is Taught in the Torah at Mount Sinai and by the prophets. Now, in explaining to us how we are to keep the Ten Commandments and follow the Mishpatim, given that one of the Ten Commandments is, You shall not kill, Yeshua is going to explain in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5, verses 21 and 22, that anger is the root of killing. Matthew chapter 5, verse 21, You have heard that it was said by them of old time, You shall. Shall not kill. And whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of judgment. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. Next, Yeshua is going to explain that lust is the root of adultery, as one of the ten commandments is you shall not commit adultery. So then in Matthew chapter five, verses twenty-seven and twenty-eight it is written, You have heard it was said by them of old time, you shall Shall not commit adultery but I say unto you that whosoever looks on a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her already in his heart next Yeshua is going to explain that uncleanness or defilement comes from the heart and defilement is not following the mishpot that was given at Mount Sinai and he's explaining and teaching this to the Pharisees Matthew chapter 15 verses 18 through 20 but Those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witnesses, blasphemies. So, this list that Yeshua just gave us, that he said proceeds out of the heart, these are the things that on Mount Sinai he commanded that we not do. And so he explains then that these are the things which defile. File a man, and so Yeshua was teaching these things to his disciples and the Pharisees as well. Hasatan, or the devil, he does not follow the mishpatim. John chapter eight verse forty-four. Yeshua said, "You are of your father, the devil, or have the character of the devil. In the lusts of your father, you will do." He was a murderer from the beginning, and he did not abide in amet. Because there is no emet in him. When he speaks a lie. He speaks of his own. For he is a liar. And the father of all lies. Next we are going to see. That King Herod didn't follow the Mishpatim. Mark chapter 6. Verses 17 and 18. It is written. For Herod himself had sent forth. And laid hold upon John. That John the emerser. And bound him in prison. For Herodias sake. His brother Philip's wife. For he had had married her. For John had said unto Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So John the Immerser was referring to Leviticus chapter 20 verses 21 and 22. And if a man shall take his brother's wife, it is an unclean thing. He has uncovered his brother's nakedness, they shall be childless. You shall therefore keep all my statutes and all my mishpatim and do them. Our Mishpat should be Zedekiah. John chapter 7 verse 24. Judge not according to outward appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Following the Mishpatim given at Mount Sinai entails keeping your vows and oaths. Numbers chapter 30 and verse 2. If a man vow a vow under the Lord or swear an oath to bind his soul with a bond, he shall not break his word. Matthew chapter 5 verse 33 Yeshua taught you have heard it has been said of old time you shall not forswear yourself but you shall perform unto the Lord your oaths but I say unto you swear not at all neither by heaven for it is God's throne but let your communication be yes and no for whatsoever is more than that comes of evil following the mishpatim is being careful in making your vow James chapter 5 verse 12 but above all things my brethren swear not neither by heaven neither by the earth neither by any oath but let your yes be yes and your no be no lest you fall into condemnation following the mishpat is not respecting person Matthew chapter 22 verse 16 and they sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians saying master we know that you are true and you teach the way of God in Amet because you do not care for any man for you regard not the person of men in other words you are not a respecter of persons following the mishpatim is being generous to others Deuteronomy chapter 15 verses 7 and 8 you shall not harden your heart nor shut your hand from your poor brother but you shall surely lend him sufficient for his need and that which he wants Yeshua taught in Matthew chapter 5 verse 42 give to him that ask you and from him that would borrow of you turn not yourself away way following the Mishpatim is helping others in need Matthew chapter 12 verses 9 and 10 and when Yeshua was departed from there he went into their synagogue and behold there was a man which had his hand withered and they asked him saying is it lawful to heal on the sabbath days that they might accuse him and so the answer that Yeshua gave goes back to the Torah to Deuteronomy chapter 22 verse 1 which says that if his sheep goes astray you shall in any case bring them again unto your brother. Matthew chapter 12 verse 11 he said to them what man shall there be among you that shall have one sheep and if it fall into a pit on the Sabbath day will he not lay hold on it and lift it out? How much then is a man better than a sheep? Therefore it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath days. Following the Mishpatim is laying up treasure in heaven. Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 Yeshua said lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust does corrupt and where thieves break through and steal verse 20 but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust does corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal for where your treasure is there will your heart be also. So how do we lay up treasures in heaven? We follow the Mishpatim that was given at Mount Sinai. Matthew chapter 19, verse 21, Yeshua said, If you will be whole or complete, which is the meaning of the Greek word that's translated in English perfect, go and sell that you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. Following the Mishpat is laying up treasures in heaven. In Luke chapter 12, verse 33, it is written, Sell that you have and give. Alms. Provide yourselves bags which wax not old, a treasure in the heavens that fails not, where no thief approaches, neither moth corrupts. So it is doing good. It is loving your neighbor as yourself. It is following the Mishpatim, is the way in which we lay up treasures in heaven, because by following these things, as we saw earlier in the teaching, in the Torah, it's called your Chai, your life. And in the book of Revelation, we can can see that there is a book of chai, a book of life that records whether you believe in Yeshua as Messiah and it also records the things that you do in life in seeking to follow and obey Yeshua keep his commandments and love your neighbor as yourself so then in first Timothy chapter 6 verses 18 and 19 it is written that they do good that they be rich in good works ready to to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up and store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come that they may lay hold on to eternal Zoe or eternal Chai. And so following the Mishpatim is laying up for yourself treasures in heaven and laying hold of eternal Chai. In Hosea chapter 6 verse 6 it is written, For I desired chesed, mercy, and not sacrifice. That is religious form and the knowledge or the da'at of God more than religious ritual or burnt offering. In Matthew, in chapter 9, in verses 10 and 11, it is written, It came to pass as Yeshua sat at meat in the house, behold, many publicans and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto his disciples, Why does your master eat with publicans and sinners? sinners but when Yeshua heard that he said to them they that whole need not a physician but they that are sick but go and learn what it means and now he's quoting from Hosea chapter 6 verse 6 I will have chesed and not sacrifice for I am not come to call the righteous but the sinners to repentance The God of Israel desires mercy and not sacrifice. Matthew chapter 12 verses 7 and 8. But if you had known what this means, once again referring to Hosea chapter 6 verse 6, I will have mercy and not sacrifice. You would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath day. We are to obey the God of Israel, keep his commandments, and follow the Mishpatim in humility. In Matthew chapter 12 verses 15, and 16 it is written but when Yeshua knew it he withdrew himself from there and great multitudes followed him and he healed them all and he commanded them that they should not make him known that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying now this is quoting from Isaiah chapter 42 behold my servant I will put my ruach upon him and he shall show judgment to the Gentiles he shall not strive nor cry, neither shall any man hear his voice in the street. In other words, what he does, he does with humility. Following the Mishpatim is relieving the oppressed. In Matthew chapter 11, verses 3 through 5, it is written, He said to them, Are you he that should come, or do we look for another? And Yeshua answered and said, Go and show John those things which you do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, And the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Yeshua came to set the captives free. Luke chapter 4, verses 16 and 17. And he came to Nazareth, and he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up to read. And so he opens to Isaiah chapter 61, and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And so he found the place where it was written. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to set at liberty them that are bruised. And so the heart of the Mishpatim at Mount Sinai is to obey the God of Israel. Love your neighbor as yourself and follow Zedekah in justice. Stand up for right versus wrong and seek to do good to the underprivileged. And where the there is oppression seek to relieve that oppression and so this is what Yeshua taught and this is how he lived his life and showed his disciples and thus showed us what it means follow the Torah at Mount Sinai what it means to follow the Mishpatim is to be led by the Ruach the Spirit of God in living and doing all of these things so following the Mishpatim that is the good works of the Mishpatim manifests itself in endeavoring to set the captive free. Luke chapter 9 verse 56 For the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's lives but to save them. 1 John chapter 3 verse 8 For this purpose the Son of God was manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. In John chapter 9 beginning in verse 1 it is written And as Yeshua passed by he saw a blind man who Was blind from his birth. Verse 2. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who sinned, this man or his parent, that he was born blind? Yeshua answered, Neither has this man sinned nor his parent, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him, or through delivering him from his blindness. John chapter 9, verse 4. I must work the works of him that sent me, which is to relieve the oppressed. John chapter 9 verses 6 and 7 when he had spoken he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and said go wash in the pool of Siloam and he washed and afterward came seeing following the Mishpatim is setting the captive free Matthew chapter 4 verse 24 and Yeshua's fame went throughout all Syria and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torment and those which were possessed with devils and those which were lunatic and those that had the palsy and he healed them you see he's relieving oppression he's setting the captives free and it was prophesied of the Messiah that he would show chesed mercy that he would walk in emet truth and that he would follow after righteousness zedekah and judgment or mishpatim so Yeshua is showing proper judgment and setting the captives free Matthew chapter 12 verse 22 then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him, insomuch that the blind and the dumb both spake and saw. Matthew chapter 12, verse 28, Yeshua said, If I cast out devils by the ruach of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. And so we're supposed to live in and manifest the kingdom of God in our lives. And the way in which we do that is follow the marriage covenant agreement at Mount Sinai, do it by the Spirit, and then bring the kingdom of God to others. And that is where there is chaos going on around in your world, where there's oppression, that you come in obedience to the Word of God through the anointing of God in the Spirit of God, and then you bring the kingdom of God into that situation and into that life by setting the captive free. This is what it means to follow the Mishpatim in spirit and in truth. Following the Mishpatim is setting the captive free, as we can see in Luke chapter 14, verses 2 through 4. And there was a certain man before him which had the dropsy. And Yeshua answering spoke unto the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? And he took him and healed him and let him go and answered them, saying, Which of you shall have a donkey or an ox fallen into a pit, and will not straightway pull him out on the Sabbath day? So Yeshua was referring to the Mishpatim given at Mount Sinai. Quoting from Exodus chapter 23 and verse 5. If you see the donkey of him that hates you lying under his burden and would forbear to help him, you shall surely help him. In John chapter 5 verses 2 and 3, we can see Yeshua demonstrating, setting the captive free, what it means to bring the kingdom of God into a situation, as it is written. Now, there at Jerusalem by the sheep market, a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk waiting for the moving of the water. Well, that's going to conclude part 10 of the series on the subject, the marriage covenant agreement and lawsuit. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen.